What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 136th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always... Is my good friend Wink. What's going on, dude? Good evening, Punk. How's it going? Uh, it's, it's good, man. It's been rainy here the past few days. I've been stuck inside enjoying enjoying the view. Very nice. Rainy here is not like on the East Coast because rainy here is still like 65, so it's nice yeah. rainy. <laughs> it's yeah. not like it's not like making a coated of coat of ice falling off my house, so that's nice. Our weather's I don't know how just things been there. random. Uh, our our <laughs> weather's always random. We had snow not too long ago, and then it was like 65 and sunny, and now the weather's cold and crappy again. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> and that's... That stinks. At least, at least I know what to expect here. That's, that's fun there, though. It's like, uh, spin the roulette. Are you going to wear shorts today or are you going to wear pants? That's pretty much what it is. It's stupid. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this, this came up in chat not, not too long ago. Um, but I am drinking myself a delicious kombucha tonight. Uh, I noticed that I, I used to drink those all the time on the podcast, but I noticed that recently you became a kombucha fan. I did. I never had it before a few weeks ago, and I bought it not knowing what it was. And uh, then I started reading about it before I drank it, and I'm like, maybe I should have just drank it, because now <laughs> I'm having second thoughts. That's fair. That's and I fair. drank it, and I liked it, so I'm down. I'm down for the kombucha. Good the stuff. the booch, as some people call it. <laughs> yeah. We need, a, we need a kombucha sponsor, or, you know... Like, if any of y'all have sponsor ideas, bring them to us. But a kombucha sponsor, that would be on point. (laughs) Can you imagine crates of kombucha in your garage? Oh, my God. That would be amazing. (laughs) That would be so good. I'd be the only one drinking them in my house. I know that. That's nice. I'd be the only (laughs) one drinking them in my house as well. I don't know. Let the dogs get into it and see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, that does have a little alcohol to it. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so, uh, we we forgot to do something last week. Uh, I've I've been half brain dead, so I, I wanted to run through and thank our patreons one at a time. Uh, we do that every month and totally skipped over it last week. So, big huge shout out and thank you to 
Potterhead76, Sima, Supreme Vengeance, J-Pod, Elton Blues, Lower Zach, Dorian Blade, Randy Marsh, Jared T. Electro Duval, Azazel, Chicken Bottom, BMZR, Quoth, Ruskies, Ben underscore NZ, Z Splash, STL Bruise, Recoil, War Bobby, Boo Earns, Dr. She Sith, Turner Viobi, Tyric Thorne, Ringer, Rock, Painted Land, Bubba Finn, Jitsu Jet M4, The James James, Seafront O2, Dean Paxton, Gorstag, Bucky B, Lauren Dethane, Michael Bluth, Infidel, Sizer, Darth Molly, McMull 2, Sleepy Bulldog, Ron Paul Bunyan, and Han Pikey. Whew! You know what? You were going so well there, and then there was a point where you said something, and it sounded like that was the end because you said it you with a pause in it, and then you went on for like another 10 seconds. Yeah, so I know. Uh, not completely flawless, but way better than normal, so. Yeah, that... I figured maybe doing it earlier in the show, I would be able to spout it off a little bit quicker. Not not, not too bad. Uh, so big thank no, you to all those guys. Uh, if you would like to support the show, <laughs> patreon.com slash shattered order. Uh, we would love it if you would support us there. Of course, you can support us on Twitch. You can sub there. Follow us on YouTube. Do all that sort of stuff. We would love you guys forever. Um, also, there are other options like... Uh, if you want a really great audiobook, uh, I, I was uh, I, I've I've been enjoying Arena a lot because I get to use my favorite Star Wars character, Grandmaster Yoda. However, um, thanks to Audible, Thrawn has become one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. He's just absolutely awesome. If you've <laughs> read the books or listened to the audiobooks, you totally understand. But if you would like to figure out just how awesome Thrawn is, I highly suggest. Uh, was it audibletrial.com slash shattered order pod no 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 slash shattered order no pod audibletrial.com slash shattered order you can go get a free audiobook with a 30 day trial cancel within 30 days don't cost anything and you get to keep the free book Uh, so that is a pretty awesome deal speaking of ways to support the show what have you been working on I have something, unfortunately, for the audio podcast. You guys aren't going to see this, but for everyone that's here in the live chat on Twitch today, I have a reveal of a working idea for my Bleedo shirt. So I want to show you guys in chat what this looks like and see if you can see what I'm going for here. Wink. Finally saw it, but it took me forever to get him to see it. So I'm curious if it's a bad idea or if people can actually see it. And I'm just the four people that I showed it to just could not. So, okay, let me see here. Here is the picture. All right. And basically that is the idea for the shirt. Now, if you're looking at it, wondering what in the world am I looking at and haven't already figured out what that blood spatter is. Um, yeah, that is supposed to be the profile of Bleedo's or Greedo's head. So if you can see Bleedo's head in the blood pool, please say so in chat. Cause if not, I'm really going to have to redo a lot here. So I'm curious what you guys see. If you see it or not, let us know in the, uh, in the chat and, uh, we'll go from there. So, 
And those of you uh, listening, exclusive. Hope you enjoy it. And if you're listening, you can go to discord.me slash shattered order. We'll post it up in the announcements and you guys can go vote on it. Maybe we can do uh, like thumbs up, thumbs down thing just to vote on whether you see it or not. All right. I like it. All right, cool. And I got one last thing to do right here before we go into what we did this week. And I want to say this uh, big shout out from my friend Firus. From the swamp, back in the uh, Republic, Dagobah just hit 25 consecutive territory wins, which I think is impressive. And those are my boys, so I wanted to shout them out. Good job, guys. That's pretty... Congrats. 25 in a row. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, it is. Very nice. (laughs) All right. Uh, we'll, We'll segue into this. Hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? So you mentioned Territory War Um, I would also like to give a shout out to another guild uh, A guild that finally got all 45 stars in light side territory battles Shout out to the Shattered Order What? Took long enough What? We finally got there Finally knocked out the 45 stars in light side territory battle uh, so that was very, very exciting for us as a guild this week. Um, now, onto the dark side, trying to get to 48. I'm down. I want it. I know we've hit 47, but I think we were way off on that 48. So I don't know yeah. if we have the GP yet to get there, but I know we're getting close. So I can't, I don't know what the GP number is if we're doing sure perfect combat missions, but I think it's somewhere near 200, which is where we're getting to so maybe soon maybe soon um so so one thing that's helped us so much in territory battle especially officers and the stress and everything we basically have this is kind of a detour but we basically have five groups that are kind of color coordinated which is just a way to reference them basically but we have five groups and we've divided those groups up so that immediately whenever we go into a phase we can announce, hey, if you're in this group, you deploy here. If you're in this group, you deploy here. And it's set up so that by doing it this way, we can get the 45 stars without really having to worry about holding or, you know, holding deployment in one and, you know, anything like that. It has really simplified the process so much, so much less stress on us officers and Guildmates, you know, just being able to deploy early, uh, you know, right when they do their combat missions and everything. It has been such a lifesaver. Whoever came up with that, that was a fantastic. I know who it is, and I will shout them out right now. So thank you to FN2187 from Trolling Empire. Oh, that's right. Yes. He hooked us up with uh, what he does, and uh, he helped set it up for us, and let it go from there and we keep it updated and we're doing it for ours. So Indeed. FN with your help, we were able to get 45 stars this week. So we appreciate you, man. Heck yeah, for sure. All right. So, um, other stuff that I did personally this week in Swoga, uh, I completed some quests. I am doing the Jedi master quest. And the first one for that is you have to complete, the uh the roke t in the top three three times 
So we've been alternating raids in which, so like one raid we'll do where we entirely just try to help people complete these quests. So uh, everybody posts a zero except for the people who are trying to complete the quests, and we basically alternate if people are on top three. We've had some people that need top ten for quests. So this has really expedited the process because just waiting that out can be a total pain. Uh, and you know, like I said, we <laughs> alternate. So then the next raid, it's free for all like normal. And this has really been beneficial for a lot of people in the guild. Uh, you know, just not having to babysit if you don't really care about raiding or whatever. So that's been awesome. Then I completed the second, uh, the second phase of the, uh, the Jedi master. And if you're stuck on that, I believe it's light side for H or F. I can't remember, but you have to kill 200 separatists. And there is one of those light side missions. It's six energy. And there are, I believe, 12 separatists that you kill in that battle. So I basically just went in with Lando and just hit auto. And he would, you know, AOE everyone out, three attacks, done. Uh, and just did that over and over. I mean, it took like 10 or 15 minutes to knock all of those out. So that was Which super quest awesome. is that? Got- that is the Jedi Master uh, two out of four. So the second tier there, that's one of the things that you have to do. Um, Wait a minute. So is there a Jedi Master quest after the Jedi Knight one? Yes. Oh, my. Okay. Yes. That's why the, so that's why there's only four tiers. I think, I think I mentioned this a while back whenever I figured it out, but uh, I am finally on the one where I get the Grandmaster Yoda little portrait. Uh, I'm so excited. Um, it's going to take a little bit. I have to get 100 stars from Territory Battles, so it's going to take a little while to get that one, but I cannot wait to get that one knocked out. That'll be awesome. Um, so a farming update. Uh, Basil Sean, I am up to 16 out of 100. That's Dark Side Basil Sean. Ambo, 48 out of 85. Finish Kandrasaur, uh Ordo. On to Aura Singh. Uh, her and Sith Marauder are the only two Cantina Farms I have left. And the shuttle, I only made it to 37 out of 80. I did no refreshes because I just do not care. And then the you other thing... Do what? That's not a un- even unlock, is it? No, it's not unlock. Well, that's crazy. I didn't do any refreshes on mine, and I'm much closer than you were. Interesting. What were you farming? What node? Because I know the more energy... Well, I mean, we talked no. about it. It doesn't matter yeah, over time. Yeah, it was the same. Uh... Yeah, it, that doesn't matter. I was mainly farming Jedi Knight Anakin ship, but yeah, uh, 37 out of 80, so yeah. that's fine. I also I guess I'm not I, that I much further ahead of you. I'm 48 out of 80 on my explain. I'll let you explain banking energy in, here in a second, but I didn't bank any energy for it, so uh, it was just whatever I had that I used throughout the day. Uh, but the other one last thing I did this week was I got the stuff that I need to craft uh, Mark 12 Furnace, which is the 6,500 health piece. And if I craft this and put it on Jolie Bendo, Jolie will climb all the way up to 62,900 health. I am seriously considering it because that is a crap ton of health, uh, especially considering the bonuses that he gets from it. Um, so I might be doing that soon. So Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to step away for one second and let you tell everyone what you did in Swaga. 
All right. Well, I'll skip the first one. Uh, let's go on farms. So, Badstilla, not even close to where Wink is. 16 out of 100, he said. I'm 66 out of 85 doing two refreshes a day, which is still pretty good. If you looked at the, if you go back and listen to the numbers I had last week, all those second refreshes for some reason are getting like, uh, let's say four to six. I had one that was seven out of eight this week. I mean, my Badstilla drops have been awesome on the second time I did them in the day, my first refresh, but 66 out of 85 is where I'm at. So still a little further to go, but uh, luckily, you know that awesome feeling you get in a week when you finish a hard node farm. I finished Imbo this week. So yeah, there went that hard node farm. Imbo is done and Django well on his way there. I got him 22 out of 100. So finished the Hounds to the way before Django, but that was because of drops and because of the event that was going on and getting some drops from that. But Django's 22 out of 100. So I almost have every bounty hunter finished, which will uh, I'll talk about that and what that means for me here in a little bit. But yeah, so... Django is the one I'm going with right now, Badstilla, and I finished, or I started doing Range Trooper. So I'm doing Range Trooper until the new hard node comes out, because I can almost guarantee that Chuhani or Karth is probably going to be a hard node, maybe even both, and I would assume and hope that's next week. I mean, we're we're well into the area where those things should be farmable now, so hopefully next week I'll be moving off of what I'm starting now, but I'm starting a range trooper now. It was between him and Goggles Chewy, as uh, our good friend Chewbacca likes to call him. It was between Vandor, Chewbacca, and range trooper, and I just don't have Kira geared, so I'm not so worried about Vandor, Chewbacca right now, So, but I do have plenty of good Imperial troopers, so range trooper it is, and maybe I'll just keep going with him when whoever drops, unless Karth and... Uh, Unless Karth and Juhani both drop on hard nodes, which would kind of suck. But it's happened before, so got to prepare for the worst. Um, I finished Kit Fisto. Uh, just super exciting news. Kit Fisto is done. I mean, what a long, arduous journey it's been to get Kit Fisto to seven stars. It's How long has this game been out? That's how long it took me to get Kit Fisto to seven stars. So three and a half years. He's d- yeah, three and a half years to take Kit Fisto to seven stars. It is fine. The grind is complete. But I wanted to say I'm now farming my last Cantina character, which is Lando Calrissian, which seems easy enough. But I'll tell you this: it is probably the hardest farm that I've ever had. And uh, you want to know why? Why? Because he's terrible. Because he's two stars, and if I want to go to the Cantina node from his character screen, I have to click the Promote button and then Find, which is right next to the Promote button again, which would take him off of two stars to three stars. Ah. And I can tell you this. I have specifically stared at that screen so many times to avoid (laughs) accidentally bumping him from two to three stars, but I know. (laughs) I just know. That one day I'm going to go in there without thinking and hit promote and my two-star Lando will be ruined. 
So nice. I think I'm. I just had a. I just had an epiphany while I was talking about this. I don't have to. Ha- it doesn't have to be hard. I should just go in with my energy into the actual table and go to his node, because then I don't have to worry about the uh, promote button. So I think that's what I'm going to do from now on. But I three times this week I almost promoted my two star Lando, and it was. It would have been very painful. You know that uh, what's that. Uh, the Wilhelm scream, the very popular scream, that's the one I would have probably yelled out if I accidentally promoted him. But yeah. nice, nice. Whatever. <laughs> I I saved this one till you were back because I knew you'd right. want to know if you didn't already. Future of the Order, the uh, guild my alt is in. We beat heroic Sith this week on our fourth nice. try. Heck so, yeah. Congratulations to everyone in Future of the Order. It was really awesome to be able to hit that milestone with you guys. And uh, the, the the one of the more impressive things is we had 99 million galactic power in the guild. That's awesome. That's really <laughs> good. So we were able to hit the Heroic Sith with 99 million galactic power guild. And it was quite a feeling, I'll tell you. It last, went all the way up till there was like three hours left. But we were, oh man, I tell, nothing's more arduous than trying to send in your entire roster on a very large GP account and try to maximize the damage for every single team you send in there. Because that took me like an hour and a half against Treya. So here's the, you said against Treya. So y'all did not, you weren't able to use the Fed team to beat it. Um, n- The person that did it, Finished off the last 30% of phase three. Gotcha. That's when he could was able to finally get in. But that was the first time he ever got it to work. Wow. And he's the only person with a seven-star 3PO. So, you know, it's good to know that we got 30%. We got 70% into phase three because we'll talk about Finn here soon. And that might be going... Or well, that might be. That's going away. So we need to be able to finish off that last 30% without Finn. So... It's nice to know we got 70% into phase three before we even use that. So hopefully we could do that um, again. Very nice. uh, Got a question for you because I will mention that I am 2-0 in Grand Arena this week and looking for another championship. How are you doing? Uh, I was 1-1 this week. Uh, Skeltrix and I finally got matched up. this is the second time we've been in the same Grand Arena, but the first time we actually got matched up. And mm-hmm. uh, let's see, I spent... There were three teams of his that I had to take two battles on, and he was able to beat all mine in one. So he ended up winning by 16 points, I think. Oh, dang. Very nice. That really must have been a fun one, then. Yeah, uh, well, I- I'll be honest. <laughs> Not losing it, I guess. He, well, he sandbagged his defense pretty hardcore and went all offense, basically. And, uh, yeah, so he... Uh, That's what's scaring me right now in my championship because I looked at the teams and there was... Let me tell you some of these leads. This is just... People might be interested to hear this. I I don't know. But I went in and I looked at his defense and I'm like, okay, he's trying hard to beat my defense and not worry about his offense. I He has a POW lead. With Sith Assassin, a Gear a Gear Six Rose, Ugnot, and a Night Sister Acolyte. That's a team. 
uh, a Sith Trooper lead. Um, what else do you got here? Sith Assassin lead. A uh, First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter lead. I mean, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Interesting. Uh, to comment on uh, something Joker said in chat uh, about, you know, I said uh, Skiltrix, you know, sandbag is defense, but still took me two tries on multiple teams. Multiple reasons. Um, one, I was doing it at like midnight after work. And I really wasn't paying much attention. Wasn't using the teams I should have been. Two, um, w- one of them was like fleet. And I, j- I go pretty heavy offense. Um, especially like whenever I just don't have time to really deal with Grand Arena. I go super heavy on offense. And just basically count on my... Or sorry, super heavy on defense. And kind of count on my defense winning it for me essentially. And just because it saves saves me time whenever I don't have much time to deal with it anyway. And that's kind of how I go about it. So, um, yeah, it's not really paying attention, basically. Uh, so. <laughs> gotcha. Fleet was close, Last thing. though. I got screwed on Fleet. That, that, one, that one irked me. I, I should have won that, but. Fleet always irks me. Because I go with his... a team that I think should just absolutely destroy whatever I'm fighting, and somehow, like, it, a ship will, like, dodge the last attack that uh, will kill it, and then it'll bring in a reinforcement and just turn the tide. Yeah, Super that's nice. very annoying. Well, I mean, Skeltrix, uh actually saved his Falcon for offense, which, you know, I was, was not expecting, uh, but... That's what out. I do. Really interesting. Nah, I, I always put my yeah. I try to defense. I try to block the ships enough that they pro they. It, I have never had, I've never been full cleared, yet. So wow, that's pretty I usually good. try to block the ships and then put crappy ones in there. So, yeah. but the guy, the first first arena match or grand arena match I did. They didn't set a defense and didn't attack, so that was easy. Second one, they didn't go get through Revan on my bottom section, even though they finished the top section. They didn't finish off Revan on my bottom section, and I full cleared them, one shot everything. So, yeah, uh, I try to keep them out of my ships, but if they get there, whatever you earned it, take it. But I want to save. I want to. I'm terrible at ships, so I save what's good on offense for offense, or else I may lose by not beating yeah. ships. I don't know. So you've deflated my a, me. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just say, I'm pretty deep on ships, so I'm usually confident that I can win by putting my, uh, my, my arena fleet on defense. So that's usually the way I go about it. But. Makes sense. I was going to say you deflated me because I am now one gear level and one piece away from getting old Ben to gear 12. Woo! Um, I like that. I know. I know you're excited and I would never have done it if it wasn't for this quest. I'm at Jedi Knight three, Jedi Knight three of four about to go into four of four. And then you told me there's a Jedi master quest. So I'm going to be continuing this forever. So <laughs> I am now three out of eight on the Jedi quests looking for uh 
four out of eight here soon. So very nice. That. But old Ben, one stun gun from gear 11. The quest continues. Cool. Good luck. I've been storing every, <laughs> like I have been hoarding everything. I've basically done nothing really with my roster this week. Oh shoot. There was something else that I did really exciting this week. I don't remember what it was though. Oh, mods. I got two <laughs> I got two mods with over 20 speed. One of them that started as green and one that started as blue. Uh so that was super awesome. That, that that's sounds awesome. I have had terrible luck trying to get speed procs on mods in the past 2 weeks. Like Oh, really? Terrible. So yeah. bad. That's not good. Like yeah, it's 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 painful. Indeed. It's okay. Yeah, oh well. All right, you ready for the next topic? I am totally ready for the next stop. Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. All righty, time for the poll. And the, All right. the poll this week is a rose for my valentine. And big shout out to Tyra Thorne, who has been helping, or sorry, not Tyra Thorne, uh, Frost Virus. <laughs> Tyra Thorne, Frost, Frost Virus. Virus, it's, I don't know. I, I, F-F-T-T. Exactly. I, you see where I'm going with that. Alliteration. Uh, <laughs> so big shout out for helping us out with the poll this week. Uh, takes a little bit of stress off of us and uh, yeah, helps us get it out on time, which is always yeah. good. All right, so what is question number one? All right, so question one was, the return of Territory Wars brings with it some modified updates. Which is your favorite? Now, they kind of mix and match some uh, of the previous Territory Battle, sorry, Territory War bonuses to include Mace Windu this time, Cup, uh, Count Dooku, and the Clones. So, we asked which was your favorite and which one you thought was the best. Turns out that a lot of people thought their favorite was also the best. So, very cool. We had 158 responses. Uh, let's say 75 people thought think Mace Windu's Battle of Tune Master of the Force is their favorite, and 71 of those people also think it's the best. So. Excuse me. Mace Window. Mace Window. That's the guy <laughs> in our guild. Mace Windu ran away with it. Like yep, easily time. ran away with it. By a lot. And it's not he's he does a lot of work. Like I'm not surprised to see him. My personal favorite, and probably not yours, because you I don't think you have them geared. Definitely the not clones. Mine. The clones with the clones gear 12 man they can hit like mac trucks it's ridiculous when they have this bonus so my pick would have been the clones uh 39 other people picked the clones as their it's the second it became the second favorite by uh results and uh 50 people said it's the best so more people think it's the best than people that think that it's their favorite. So I would even, I would guess that maybe there's people some there similar to where you are, where they didn't pick it as the best, yeah. but, uh, or they didn't pick it as their favorite, but they did pick it as one of the best. So I do admit it's quite good. 
but it's because of what CG did. It's not because they're clones. However, uh, for me, it's Mace Windu. I'm with the community. <laughs> and then a lot of people put their favorite as none. That was the third. 27 people. And the best, 22 people said none. So that's no bonus is odd. better than the other two. I don't so, know that some that's... Some people do hate the bonuses, which is weird. But <laughs> If that's why they voted for those things, I would understand. I get that. So let's... Throwing out none... The third best one was actually Count Dooku with a sinister spark with 10 votes. And fourth for favorite was Cup with seven votes. And then going by best, I think the same people did the best as those two because the there was 10 votes for Count Dooku as best and five for Cup as the best. So, interesting. My well, vote goes to the clones. Well, my favorite is the clones, and then best would have to go to either Mace or the clones. So, gotcha. Fair enough. Uh, so, next question is: Hopefully, you've gotten to play with the B one Battle Droid. What do you think? And this was basically a one to five scale: five being you love, and one being you hate. And there were only e- out of one hundred and fifty eight responses, only eleven total responses for one and two combined. Uh, 36% of people, which was the highest percent, had four, and then uh, 30% said five, and 27% said three. So, this is a character that's already being overwhelmingly liked, uh, that people are a big fan of, and I'm very excited because this was a pretty cool droid that was in the movies, that was pretty prominent in the movies, and it's such an interesting mechanic, it's totally different. Uh, so I, I'm kind of right there. I'm at a four also. Uh, what about you? I don't have the other droids to go with him right now. Um, so I would probably put a four too, and I might put a five if I had other droids to go with him ready to go, because I think he'll be yep. that important with that team. I agree. Um, the interesting, two interesting, uh, things about B1 that we've, found out since his marquee one his interaction with chewbacca works since he's always one health he's always the lowest so he'll yes. always be guarded he's <laughs> he destroys with chewbacca so if you haven't tried that yet b1 and chewbacca interesting combo because he attacks he well he doesn't attack a lot if he attacks out a turn it's not going to uh Call Chewbacca, but interesting interaction for sure between those two. Then you got uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, and then something I might think might have been overlooked is that if you get plague on this dude, it does not go away, even if he dies and comes back. Like, yeah, plague putting plague on this guy wrecks him, like completely wrecks him. So. I don't know if that was intentional, but that's putting. If he does become meta, you might see a lot of Night Sisters come back because it just completely destroys B1. Yeah. The plague right now. You know, so. uh, something you just mentioned made me think about this, and that's the interaction B2 could have with Chewbacca if you could make that work health wise because of all the turn meter gain and how often he goes. 
Like that would be rough to do only because he's a tank, but it would definitely yes. be interesting. Yeah, that I'm sure you could do it. Like just make sure other everyone else is getting has health, health and protection yeah. on theirs and you could do it. That would definitely be interesting for sure. Uh, so next question. As of now, there's no update for the General Grievous kit. How excited are you to see if he is a Rose or a Revan? Uh, and this is how excited are you to see what he is. So uh, eight votes for a one. This is one five scale. Eight votes for one, three votes for two. And then it was pretty similar to the last question. Uh, 34% had a four and then it was right around 29% for three and five. So it's, I mean, people are pretty excited about the droids, feeling pretty good about them. Uh, the community, community seems to be in pretty close lockstep. I mean, it's not, I feel like usually on these type of questions, there's like usually a group of people that are just not happy about it or something, but. That's very true, because I was about to say, when we do these one to five questions, it almost always ends up with four is the highest and five and three about even. And then depending on what it is, a little few more ones and twos, depending on what happened and we're asking. But for the most part, I think a lot of people just don't like to give fives. And and it's like, you know what? I like him. But I'm not going to give them the, the highest mark. And they always go for four. And it seems like this is the curve that we always get with questions like this. Yep. I just think it's funny. Yeah. So the fourth question. And I know Wink's answer, clones. <laughs> Do you have a favorite faction in Swaga? And if so, what is it? Who do you love? Sing it if you know the words. All right. The number one group in the whole thing. And I'm kind of surprised by this. I don't know. It is bounty hunters. 34 people I voted was for surprised. bounty hunters. 21 and a half percent. Number one faction. Crazy. Bounty hunters. I was very surprised. <laughs> yeah, right? And then the funny thing is with the with the emergence of Bastila Sean and Revan, and even before that, Grandmaster's Zated leader ability, Jedi have surged to be, according to our poll, the second with 31 votes to the 34 for Bounty Hunters. So they are the second place team. Yep. 31 votes. Jedi. Another surprise. Not, not too yeah. far behind. I expected if Jedi to be up there, but... I really and figured then, if if you would have told me to pick the order that this would be in, I would have said it would have been Jedi, Sith, Rebel, then Bounty Hunter. Just thinking about... I, mean, I would have thought Resistance would have been in there. I would have thought they would have been uh, up near the top. I don't know. It's crazy. Really? I mean, people love the new movies. I guess that's a good point. Well, that and RJT was... Meta yeah. for so long, so people who are had them all geared up, not to mention Zeta Finn was so good in Heroic AT for so long, as well as all the different PvE modes that that lead. I just, if we were to rewind the podcast and talk about when I Zeta Finn, remember how much I glowed about the fact that I could beat Galactic War without a problem every single day once I Zeta Finn? 
like back when you yeah. couldn't sim it, you know? So I don't know. I just <clears throat> thought resistance would be higher. Now resistance wasn't far behind, but let's go through this real quick. Sith were third, 26 for so 26 votes and then rebel right behind them at 25. So you could put Sith and rebels right around the same area and then you get to number five, which is resistance. And so is there any other numbers on these characters or groups that were surprising to you? Um, Whether uh, that was because they were low or... T- I was surprised that Beagle Squadron only got one vote. I expected more for that, but um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like for the most part... I, I feel like Bounty Hunter is the big outlier here because... I feel like for the most part, the other factions, people's votes probably aren't going to change too much (coughs) based on it, on their feelings of that faction in Star Wars in general versus Swaga. Like, I love Jedi in Star Wars, and because of that, I love the Jedi in Swaga. Like, it's not... I I have a difficult time uh, distinguishing between the two, and I suspect that a lot of other people would be the same way. But Bounty Hunters are just so ridiculously awesome in this game, so much utility and versatility that they that they got more of a boost than I expected, I guess. What about you? You know, it's an interesting on a low one. Only 10 people voted Night Sister, and that was another one That's that I thought... That's kind of surprising, yeah. ...was a little low, because it's, roll, it's right down there with Imperial Troopers... Old Republic was only a couple votes behind Night Sisters. I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scoundrels with eight, you know. Geonosians <laughs> and Galactic Republic got zero votes out of 158. Tuscans got more than Smugglers, more than Rogue One, more than Phoenix. That's... There's a low one. Phoenix got two votes. Yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> I'm not... I mean, they've been around for a while, so maybe that's what... But when they first came out, man, you had those people that went straight to Gear 11 when it was the max at the time. Then they had their Golden Phoenix just because Phoenix was their thing. I'm surprised... Our representation, two people. Old Republic only has seven. I suspect that that would change if they were to release, uh, you know, like a Dark Side Revan or some, you know, some other really prominent Old Republic character. But I just with how many Republic old Republic characters we've had and the meta Revan Basil Sean, I, all of that, I'm surprised. I want to make a future looking guess. Okay. Not everyone has Karth or Juhani yet. I have a feeling that once we all get our hands on Karth and have him geared up to be able to run the dot team with Ordo. Uh, mission and Zalbar and whatever we run as the fifth, I think that'll get a lot more love. There's not a lot of people playing it now because not a lot of people have Karth, but I think that team is going to be really, really good. So yeah, I think there might get a bump there once we all have Karth and can unlock that dot team. I like the idea of a dot team. I don't know, but that that sounds like a really good one to me. So, so completely related. One? Completely related to that question is the next one. If you have a favorite faction, why do you like it so much? And this kind of goes to what I mentioned there a second ago. Totally forgot this question was on there. But uh, story slash theme in Star Wars was the top reply. And that was 60% of answers. 
so most people kind of feel the same way I do as far as that goes. Uh, power of the faction in game was 24.7%, 39 people. Uh, so, I mean, that's not too surprising. And then diversity of faction had 21% with uh, models art, and the artwork being amazing coming in next at 7%. And then basically everything else was a single vote or tie. Yeah, and a lot of those single votes, since you have to put them word for word with what someone else did for it to count as two <clears throat> votes, a lot of those are f- the how fun they are to play. So I, I think that if you counted up all the fun-to-play votes, it would be up there with models artwork, or maybe even higher than that. Because a lot of people wrote in how fun they are to use, fun to play, fun to use, you know, yeah, those types of things. So that is another that's, really good one. That's fair. To to. That was missing there. So it makes sense that was written in a lot. But the, I would say for me, it it boils down to story, theme, and Star Wars, but with a heavy, heavy look at how powerful they are in the game. Because I, back in the day, there was a Star Wars collectible card game, and it was freaking awesome. And I built myself a Tuscan deck, 60 card deck from this game, a Tuscan deck. I traded. Some really crazy cards. I think I did, at one point I traded my Darth Vader card for like this really rare Tuscan that I needed and uh, made a Tuscan deck because it actually worked and it was good. I really like the Tuscans. Now, it, in this game, I really like the Tuscans as a faction, but in game they have zero power. So, yeah. um, shout out to Urza. For making that happen for him, but it's not happening for me until something <laughs> happens with them. So, nice. yeah, I'd say I, I do story theme, but with a heavy reliance on how powerful they are in the game. Yeah, cool. So, uh, this next question's uh, pretty interesting. So, what is your galactic power? If you have multiple accounts, just give your primary. Uh, this is kind of interesting, not too terribly surprising either. of the uh, 158 responses said 4 to 5 million. And then 45% of people said 3 to 4 million. So between 3 to 5 million, that uh, was what, 79% basically? I mean, almost 4 out of 5 people were between 3 and 5 that did this poll. So that's kind of interesting. The next response was just under 11% in the 2 to 3 million uh, pie and then everything else was significantly smaller than that i fall in the 45 percent, and i think you fall in the 35 percent. that is correct yep i'm almost 3.8 now on my main very nice you'll you'll be in that 35 percent before too long yeah moving our way moving and shaking cool so right. last question we had, what is your favorite part of the show? And the answers you could get are drops recorded of the sultry female, the drinking <laughs> game when the host has to drink when they yawn, Beagle Squadron, the hosts, editor's note, they made me put this in there, lies, <laughs> and then the last one, the content, and then the other one, the other last one, so two last ones, I guess, trivia. 
And 45% of people unsurprisingly said the content of the show is what they come for. So I'm glad that you guys enjoy the content because I know you're not here to see my face. So that, that is certainly true. I mean, I would understand if you're here for, (laughs) you know, sultry female drops or the drinking game, like that makes sense. But the fact that y'all are here for the content, I am okay with it. Being here for the non-surprising, we got too bad either. We got we got second place for the host. Twenty percent of people. That's cool. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) It's pretty good. Uh, Indeed. Um, I I always love uh, the uh, the write-in responses. Right off the top, there's two uh, for more sultry female and. Time to get sultry female on the live show. Uh, favorite part whenever <laughs> we fight. Uh, that that was actually a conversation in Discord. I wish we had more disagreements because it, it's hard to make up a really good disagreement like the Millennium Falcon thing a couple weeks ago. It's always great whenever we genuinely disagree. It's hard to manufacture something where we're both so passionate. So... Uh, well, you're really good at pushing my buttons, so <laughs> that's it well, works. That's, when that's it happens, true. it happens pretty well. <laughs> nice. I want to say shout out to uh, this this feedback here. Keep up the good work. I'll be watching live tonight from my plunge pool in Cabo. Oh, call me jealous. <laughs> yes, no kidding. Wow, right? Jealous. How come we weren't invited? We could have live streamed from your plunge pool. No kidding. Jesus. <laughs> oh, well. All right. It is time yeah. to move on and talk about something else. So let's let's go to that. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. Well, d- did you... Uh, did you hear they they finally changed or fixed the uh, heroic Sith raid issue? Yeah, I did. If you're lo- watching the Twitch live stream, I named it Finn question mark Finn period. So there you go. Nice Finn. That's from uh, what is it? Is it French films that just put Finn at the end? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not cultured. Maybe I'm making stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think it is time to talk about this change to Finn. So he, God, Finn has been so good for so long. However, C-3PO really broke him. And it, you know, it's been kind of difficult, I think, for for the devs figuring out how to go about this. Cause it's been a long time. Uh, C3PO came out in December and here we are mid February before we're actually getting a fix to what he did to the heroic Sith raid. Fortunately, we knew, we knew it was coming. They, they were open about the fact that there would be a change coming. So if, if you Zeta fed or you did geared up somebody and you're unhappy about it, I mean, you knew the change was coming. Uh, doesn't look like there's going to be a refund on the Zeta. So what you didn't know was whether the change was going to be to Finn himself 
or the Rams. Or to that the is Rams. true. And because if I remember correctly, they said they weren't unhappy with the what was going on in Heroic AT. That's correct. With Finn. And they also said they weren't worried about what was happening in Arena with Finn. It was more about the Heroic Sith raid. But the interesting part here is that this fix, we don't know how it's gonna affect those things because obviously we don't we haven't played with it. We don't know how different it'll be in Heroic AT. Or in Arena, we know that this obviously fixes Heroic Sith. So that's the hope. I know that we've had fixes before where we went in and immediately you could still do what you were doing before. Like, uh, what is that team? Shitstorm with the Night Sisters in Phase 3? Is that what it's called? Shitstorm? No, I don't think that's what it's called. <laughs> I, d- I doubt it. Uh... Some kind of storm. That one was supposed to be fixed, but the, you can still do it. I mean, there. So we'll see what happens in phase three with this going forward. The, the intention was to fix the infinite loop in uh, heroic Sith, but uh, it's going to be interesting how this affects pretty much every area of the game with Finn involved. So indeed, yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into exactly what they changed. Um, so. There, there was a so somebody made a before and after picture, um, and I'm just gonna kind of read off that because it's a lot simpler than actually just reading out his abilities and kind of talk about whatever. So I'm gonna go ahead and read his original basic ability and then his new ability. We'll go through the whole kit and then we'll talk about what it means and all that sort of stuff. All right, yeah, crack shot basic before. Deal physical damage target enemy. This attack deals 100% more damage to enemies that have not already been struck by it. New basic ability. Deal physical damage to target enemy. This attack deals 20% more damage for each time the target has been struck by it. So. Which is hilarious because it's the pretty much exact the opposite. opposite. Yes. Now. And that is good. Which and- is way, way better. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Uh, before, it was, wasn't really that great. You used it once, and then it became way less good after that. This Did you use it, though? Did you ever focus your attacks based on what the extra text was on that? I don't think I, I ever even paid attention to that extra bonus. Yes, I did, but like way early game when Ben first came out, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing in this game. But... Uh, no. So this is a this is almost like stacking offense. 20% more damage each time the target's been struck. And this is a basic ability. So that means Imagine on a mass assist or a this. call. Exactly. So C3PO calling in Finn. That is just going to stack and stack and stack each time he uses his basic. It's not just based on his turn. So that is the really cool thing that that ability has that I absolutely love. Uh, let's move on to Hold the Line, his special with a three-turn cooldown. Before, Finn right. gains advantage and defense up for two turns and dispels all debuffs from all allies. Finn and Poe gain heal over time for two turns. The new ability, and this is lengthy. All resistance <laughs> allies recover 20% health and protection. Finn gains advantage, defense up, taunt and determination for two turns 
and dispels all debuffs from all allies. That alone sounds pretty good. But Determination is kind of awesome. Whenever any other resistance ally falls below 50% health, Determination expires and Finn taunts for two turns. If that ally was taunting, it is dispelled. When Determination expires, Finn gains Retribution for two turns. I love this ability because it fixes the one interaction that I hated with this team. And that was, if you're using a resistance team with Finn and Poe, you get into a really bad spot because of how long Poe's taunt lasts, then he's pretty easy to kill. This eliminates that problem because, one, he still heals and recovers uh, health for everyone now, which is fantastic. But he gets rid of And it's not just a heal over time. That is... Because the heal for Finn was... The heal for Poe and himself was a heal over time. That is so it wasn't correct. even immediate. And it was health only. So now they get an immediate 20% and health and protection. Uh, the other thing is, so whenever Poe drops below 50% health, not only does Finn gain taunt and Poe loses it, which is how you would ideally want that interaction to work, but he gains retribution and now... He can start stacking up his damage on his basic even more often. Absolutely awesome. Here's where I get confused. Here's where I get confused. You use this ability, you gain all those buffs that include taunt for two turns. Detribution or determination you also get for two turns. So his taunt lasts as long as determination. So if someone else has taunt and they go below 50% health, I guess the only thing it does is refresh the taunt for two turns? Yes, whenever the... Because uh, he's never going to not have taunt and determination at the same time. uh, No, I mean... So the only thing determination does will refresh taunt for two more turns. Basically, yes. He will have taunt and determination at the same time. Right, but it would always drop off at the same time. So yes. the only thing determination really does is refresh the taunt he already has for two turns. It doesn't mean okay, Correct. well this guy was taunting and he's not. Correct. Suddenly he's taunting and that guy loses taunt. So if two people yes. are taunting, obviously that one will lose his taunt. But Finn will have been taunting the entire time. So. Exactly. And yeah. like I said, not only does it refresh the taunt, but he gains retribution, which is kind of awesome. Uh and uh, especially with that uh, new basic he has. Especially with that new basic. Which will stack that offense real quick if he's using his basic every time he's attacked. Indeed. All right, so his other special is Takedown. It is a two-turn cooldown. Deal physical... This is before. Deal physical damage target enemy and expose them for two turns with an 80% chance to stun them for one turn. After, deal physical damage target enemy, expose them for two turns, and stun them for one turn. So now it's a 100% chance of a stun. In addition, this attack deals 60% more damage for each time the target has been struck by it, doubled against raid bosses. So, 
sixty percent more One thing damage. Didn't mention is that what it says. Oh yeah, okay. I'm reading the cooldown. It says cooldown changed to two turns at base. I guess one of the old uh, uh, ability upgrades was the cooldown minus one. Now it's just two across the board. Ah, it was gotcha. always okay. So I thought that minute was went down, but it is still two. So never yeah. went down. It's just not an ability you have to buy now. Interesting. Which is probably the Omega, is my guess. Probably. Um, but no. one thing I love about this is, so uh, the 60% more damage for each time the target's been struck by this ability doubled against raid bosses. So you gain 120% more damage each time you use this against a raid boss. That, I mean, that is certainly going to make up for part of what you're losing here with what we're about to talk about because there's a drastic change to his leader ability. Uh, but he is going to be far better at damage output himself rather than making other people do a ton of damage. He's actually going to be contributing heavily uh, in the damage output with the new Finland resistance team. Um, Shaman asks a question about the AI as far as using hold the line, which is the taunt ability. I presume that this will be used as a heal of some sort because uh, it'll be like a heal taunt. He will generally want to have taunt and be healing people. So I assume that it'll work just under, just like any of those other mechanics. Uh, if he, if he doesn't have, or sorry, if he does have taunt, I presume he's probably not going to use hold the line unless someone is getting low on health or something. Um, but if he doesn't have taunt, he will probably prioritize using hold the line over takedown. Yeah, and it was a rework, so it might be different now than it was. But I think back in before, the only time he used it is if people were debuffed. So it just Pretty depends much. on what the focus now is for that ability with the AI. So if the focus is just debuffs if your team's debuffed he'll use it if it's heals he'll do it on heals but i don't think i would not assume that this character with all the damage output that they put on him is a automatic taunter not automatic taunter but i don't think the taunt that second ability with the heals and the dispels is going to be the first ability he uses yeah it's just a guess we we will see um so this is where it gets controversial. And we might have an argument because we have not talked about our thoughts on this. Um, I, I don't know how you feel. I don't know if you know how I feel about this. So we'll see what happens. Balance Tactics, the leader ability. Before, resistance allies gain 30% offense and 60% defense. All other allies gain half that amount. Whenever a resistance ally loses foresight, they gain advantage for two turns. And whenever an enemy takes damage from exposed, reduce the cooldown of all resistance allies by one and grant them 35% turn meter. That really awesome leader ability has been changed to this. Resistance allies have plus 60% defense, offense, and potency, and 
All other allies have half that amount. Each time they damage an exposed enemy, all resistance allies gain 3% turn meter, and the target enemy loses 5% turn meter for each resistance ally. Damaging an exposed enemy also reduces resistance allies' cooldowns by one. So, let's do maths. Let's do it. Right? I like math. And I want to start this off by saying, before C-3PO came out, I always assumed that 35% turn meter only went to resistance allies. I didn't even realize it went to everyone. I thought it was a resistance thing because most of the time under Finn, no one used really anyone else but resistance, right? Uh, wait, what, what, are you, what part are you talking about? The, the turn meter gain from exposes. Well, I didn't realize that it was actually everyone. I thought it was actually just resistance. Okay, allies. well, no, the turn meter gain is resistance only, but... The old leader. The old leader. That it that that is correct. The old it was only resistance allies. Other other characters did okay. not gain turn meter from that. But um uh let's see. So I was right on that all along. What so what's the Correct. What was the prevailing issue? So the big change here is okay, so the the defense they gain does not change. The offense that everyone gains is doubled, and now they get 60% potency. So landing debuffs with this team shouldn't be an issue. It'll be a really good counter to teams that go tenacity heavy. Uh, it'll allow them to steal land debuffs and exposes. It's not unresistable like RJT lead, but it will still be very, very good. However, uh, whenever we look at the expose interaction with the turn meter and everything's going on there... What they have done is take away some of the turn meter that you gain and make it reduce turn meter of the enemy that you're attacking. So each time they damage an exposed enemy. Uh, okay, so each time that he damage an exposed enemy, all resistance allies gain 3% turn meter. And the See, target... I just Reading this kit, I don't see what the issue is with this change. Because if you're taking away, what, 25% turn meter on each expose hit and giving your team, what, three times five, 15%? Uh-huh. Doesn't that still always, doesn't that still pretty much equal out to the same amount of turn meter flip-flop as the old leadership? Well, no, because so the all resistance allies gaining three percent turn, they gain three percent turn meter for each resistance ally. So if you have a team entirely of resistance, they will gain fifteen percent turn meter each time an expose is, you know, damage is done by an expose, uh, or I should say, each time they damage an exposed enemy. Um, so the target enemy losing 5% turn meter, that is where it really hurts you in the raid because the heroic AAT and the Sith raid, both of those are kind of based on the fact that they do 
damage with them gaining turn meter. You don't have to remove any turn meter at all to make the team work. Um, so th- that's kind of why this gets a little controversial. Gaining only 15% turn meter for each exposed kind of creates an issue. Uh, and also the fact that it's Enraged. based on... Yes. How does this an issue outside of rage? But... Uh, uh, besides killing the... Besides killing the cheapo Finn C3PO CLS Chewbacca Haunty. Uh, uh, my, my internet's being awful. I'm losing you a little bit. Um, do you still hear me? I just said, yeah, I still hear. I just said, how does this hurt okay. anything but raids? Besides the cheapo Finn C3PO CLS Raid Han Chewbacca team. It's different. Um, I think that's the right, problem. but I mean, like outside of the raid, you're pulling twenty five percent turn meter off, gaining fifteen percent to yourself. If you were to one of, they're two different things, obviously. But yes, doing one to the other side and adding still to your side, they even out in a way, right? So the only way this really hurts is to me. Just trying to think this through is phase two and four of the heroic AT raid because there's no turn meter removal phase three, four and five, three, four and five, two, four, two, three, man, my maths are terrible. Two, three and four (laughs) in heroic Sith. So I just don't see, I don't see how this can be that big or bad of a thing besides just being different. Well, it's different, but it really hurts your ability as far as the raid goes because of your three exposes and you get, and resistance characters get 100% turn meter. The problem is now taking it down to optimally 15% if you have a full resistance team. By doing that, it's substantially more. It's six, six and three quarters to get to 100% turn meter. So. That is a lot of exposed. That is over twice as much exposed damage as you need to do in order to make this happen with full resistance. And part of the way that this team worked so well before was it would use Rebels interacting with C-3PO's ability that does the expose on basic. So let's let's kind of theory craft up a team here and and see as far as um Let's say we take Finn, Resistance Trooper, who I think is really interesting and probably going to be necessary for this team uh, because he does the uh, 65% chance to expose them on his basic. There's not a lot of expose on basic with Resistance, which is part of the problem, but they have... They have the uh, the cooldown, which allows them to keep using uh, special abilities, which is how they're going to get that back. Um, let's see. All right, so... I forget what I was looking for. Uh, there's, there's an ability I mean, sh- for one of these characters I'm trying to find. I can't remember what it is. 
What were you going to say? I don't really see... Well, I could see Finn being put into an RJT arena team now just because of the taunt and the... Uh, because of the taunt determination, because of the extra damage from his abilities, I think it might make, make, make an interesting defense uh, AI interaction there. Or maybe even a Zeta Finn lead in arena. Let's see what that does. I don't know. But the... I, I don't know. Beyond raids, I just don't see. I don't see him being bad with this kit. I think this kit change is good. I think it's really good. It'll be different. We'll have to relearn it. But as far as uh, it sucks that it's probably going. We'll see how it goes in heroic at if this solo team is still viable and possible. The Harlock Sith thing's gone, but they've said apparently earlier, lower down in this, uh, lower down in this uh, big chunk of text that they gave us that uh, Finn. Yeah, here it is. We have internal testing figures that place this new Finn team able to do about twenty percent of Phase Three of the Heroic Sith Triumvirate. That's under our internal testing regime, which means mileage will vary, and our suspicion is probably higher out of the wild at the live game and all the crafty theory crafters out there. So it's still going to be able to do decent damage in heroic Sith. I guarantee that someone's going to theory craft something better than 20%, but that's just their internal testing. So to me overall, it doesn't seem that bad. It just seems different. And we've been using this character forever since Zetas came out this way. And it's kind of annoying. It's getting changed instead of just upping the tenacity on Treya. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's true. I don't know. So one thing I do like about this is I think this gives the team more potential in phase one of the Roke AT because that's the phase that can be a little fussy. Now that you have turn meter gain, uh, I think that's going to help there. Um, as far as phase two through four, I, I don't phase three will be a non-issue. Obviously um, phase two and four. I, I think, the team will still pretty much be fine. Uh, they, they do gain a lot of turn meter um, still. And if you put in, say, uh, Han Solo, for example, who can double tap and put out a couple exposes, you know, he, you know, he'll be able to give, you know, 24% turn meter uh, basically every time he attacks. Um, and then there'll be ways that you can kind of, spam out um you know turn meter from the rest of the team uh let's see um resistance trooper uh he's still basically gonna work the same there's not gonna be much difference with as far as the way he works uh in any of these teams it it really just changes the interaction that they have with all these other sort of uh with the rebels based Mixed on teams. yes, based on CPO's kit, primarily in the raids. Um, I'm very curious to take him into phase three of the heroic Sith raid, which I think everybody is, and uh, they're going to be doing more damage per attack. They're going to have more potency, so you'll she has I think stacking ten percent tenacity, so you'll be able to land these exposes a little bit longer as far as that goes. Even once you get her toppled, you'll still be able to do a decent amount of damage, but it's going to be more about playing through, uh, you know, 
all 15 of her attacks versus the way it's been uh, all this time up until now, essentially. Um, you'll have to get back into toppling and that sort of stuff. And I kind of think, um, you know, I kind of think Finn's going to actually be a really good damage dealer for this team, uh, you know, based... Well, that's what I'm saying, like, in certain places, you might actually just put him under RJT if you're not using two resistance teams, for example, territory battles or, you know, certain other game modes. Perhaps, because, yeah. I could, I could see that as um, as potential. Because he's, he's going to be a pretty good tank. He's going to be doing damage, and yeah. Pretty good damage. All you need is some crits from him to get R- under RJT lead to get that going. Yes. Now you're doing damage with it instead of him just being there to be a stun guy, which is what I always used him for. Yeah. If I was, if he was under RJT. So. Um. Indeed. So, uh, I'm sure uh, it's going to be a little bit easier to kind of mess with once once we actually get our hands on him, but. Yeah, I think my overall takeaway, worse for raids, obviously, but I, I do think this is, without question, an improvement on his kit. He is going to be, he's going to be much better. It's going to work much different. I got smoked by a Finn-led team in Arena today. I took one turn, and it was over, and that was with my Revan team. I got absolutely smoked, um, and... It's just because of the turn meter that it just produces like crazy with uh, 3PO and, you know, Resistance Trooper. Um, It's freaking crazy. But uh, Resistance Trooper should kind of give you hope because, let's see, he has... um, I think his only ability that does expose is... um, on his basic and it's 65% chance. It's kind of unfortunate that there isn't more direct exposed with resistance, uh, outside of specials. Um, you kind of have to rely on either resistance troopers, basic or, you know, Finn special, uh, cool. Well, the cooldown resist, the cooldown reduction isn't going away either. So <laughs> that's what true. always worked as far as getting the specials, off cooldown to use them again is still there. And I might I add that like from this conversation in chat where it's like you don't want to use Finn on or that makes the Zeta useless if you're using Finn as a damage. Yes, it does, unless you're using him as a damage in a certain mode and still using him as leader in other modes. And I will still say this as far as interaction with other characters goes in Grand Arena, right? I will set RJ. I'll use RJT on offense and I use Zeta Finn on offense. Zeta Finn is still good on offense, even though I don't have five resistance right now. Because if I put other people in there that apply expose, they get the turn meter from that expose. And that still hasn't changed with the new leader ability. That is correct. Where if you put in a Sidious and he throws expose on everyone, if you're popping that, it's still the resistance getting all. Getting the turn meter and the uh, the turn meter reduction, it'll be less because they're not all resistance, but it's still working um, 
similarly. It might not be as effective now with a non-all resistance team, but it'll it'll work similarly, I guess. But I I don't know. I, what, one other I think th- there will still be places where you use one over the other in where you want them in as a damage dealer or you want them. I mean, it does technically kind of. Well, I don't know. One other thing I to I think about. I don't know about, if you'd want to use them in, uh, with RJT and Heroic Sith, uh, especially if he's doing 20% in phase three. The way resistance worked before, by gaining basically thirds of turn meter chunks, you know, whenever there's an exposed. The way it is now, you there will be some art to stair stepping kind of your speeds of your resistance characters, um, to create windows of gaining turn meter, uh, whenever there's an expose. So, let's say, for example, you have C3PO as your fastest character, uh, and he calls in Han Solo who can come in and double tap. And uh, I believe that would be, I think he would only hit one expose uh, because the first one would land an expose. Second attack would hit the expose. Um, This would be on the initial turn. Obviously if you have Chewie, it changes things. You'll get more than that. But uh, so on the first turn, you could get 12% turn meter. Say if you're using a mostly resistance, resistance team with Han, you could then have your next uh, next resistance character, say Finn, for example, be you know twelve and a half percent or twelve percent turn meter behind C three PO, so that he could then go and he would be then pushing turn meter to C three PO and the characters behind him. So then, if you had another resistance character, twenty four percent turn meter behind C three PO. You could, you know, let's, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, uh, Resistance Trooper, perhaps, um, to where he could come and pop and expose, then gain more turn meter. Um, And, of course, you can stack up multiple exposes, which would allow for even, you know, bigger chunks of turn meter. But I do think that there's a good chance that there might be some art to stacking up those uh, opportunities to gain turn meter and not be wasting it to kind of get the team going, maybe in, you know, arena or getting raids started or something along those lines, uh, because you're not going to want to just waste turn meter with this team, I suspect, um, because, you know, Wasting turn meter is not good. You want to always be gaining turn meter. I want to point out a a uh, chat message from Zara. Ian. He said, we should have the vet smugglers given the resistance tag now. They didn't get it originally because Ooh. of Zeta Finn, right? <laughs> I like it. I... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, let's. That would be sweet. Uh, let's. That's something they deserve from the start. Give them something, make them viable, make them worthwhile. Besides getting RJT again. Yep. Or not again for the first time. That would be perfect. I completely. And it's funny agree. because the new movie coming out, I wouldn't think, oh, a new movie's coming out. They'll rework those two characters to make them viable because the new movie's coming out and they're in them. Well, Chewbacca is, but uh, 
Spoiler alert for those of you that are two or three years behind now. Han Solo is not going to be in episode nine. So why would they worry about reworking when the new movie came out? So it should be just be something that happens, I think. Yeah. I'm going to have to. I have That's an, a good uh, point. I got questions. I'm going to ask these questions. See what I can find out. Indeed. Um, something else I find interesting is uh, Resistance Pilots, character I've never really used before, but gains 25% turn meter when he lands a crit. So characters that work off of short turn meter could be really beneficial, especially, obviously, Resistance characters. Um, something Wait, that I'm... you've never really used Resistance Pilot? Uh-uh. I love... I... He was one like a staple under Zeta Finn because of that his special uh, yeah. or her special with the expose. It's just another expose on that team. I've used her like once. Um Wow, that's crazy to me. So it, I have used her so much. It's that's nuts to me. Doesn't she have a ship too? Uh yes, she does. Yeah. Yep. Must not ever use the ship. I don't think anyone does, to be honest. Nope. I, I don't but, think I ever have, literally. Um, it's on, It's at the top of my... Sh- not the top. It's it's probably in the mid-tier of my ships because my resistance pilot's gear 11. So I'm not... Su- that's just why it surprises me. I used her yeah. forever. Her ship's been decent. In the early days of ships, I had her gear 11. So when I got the ship, that ship was good to go. Isn't that the ship that force taunts? Is that something else? I think it might be. I know that uh might might be. I'm not I'm not hundred percent for sure. I, I know I've seen that debuff and it's very annoying. Um but I I can't remember if it's her or someone else. Um No, it's not her. Interesting. Um But so yeah, this ship has exposes. <laughs> so so what is your ultimate takeaway here with Finn? My takeaway. I understand why people are upset or would be upset because it's completely changed something that we've been using and know very, very well after. Th- and then people said three years. It's not been three years. Zetas have not been out for three years. That's so true. Don't say three years. It's not been three years. As far as long as ships have come out. So what? Two years, not three years, two years. Okay. A year is a long time. So there's that. But as long as Zetas have been out, people have been using this character and it changed. So I understand why people would be upset about that. Yeah. I personally think I need to get my hands on this kit because it looks good. And I feel like besides raids, it still might be what I want it to be for the most part. Well, um, so especially if you're talking like arena, I think um, Poe is he's always been really good because of the turn meter reduction that he has. You have Holdo who has the AOE days. I mean, there, there's still a lot of stuff that goes on, uh, you know, with resistance and that will still be interacting with this, of course. And, um, you know, pose AOE expose is going to be awesome because it'll give you a choice of exposes to hit whenever there are multiple enemies, uh, to kind of allow you to get the turn meter going. Um, AOEs after Poe. Um, and, I mean, that could be the spot where things get really interesting. 
if Poe can throw out four exposes, you have a full resistance team. Uh, you know, that's going to be, what, 60% turn meter that you could gain on an AoE if, um, you know, I'm thinking heroic AAT tank raid, for example. Throw out four exposes, AoE, you gain 60% turn meter each time that happens, and you're reducing turn oh, meter so Poe can keep taunting over and over, uh, basically every time I didn't that he gets even think up. about how great the potency on Poe is going to be. Yes. Load him up with speed now because you know for a fact that he's probably going to inflict those exposes without having to load him with potency like you used to mm-hmm. have to. So um, R2 is another one that could be really good there because of the AoE, of course. Um, hmm, let's see. Ray Scav, you'd only have one chance because... Yeah, that. Mm. Hey, um, so if you hang out after trivia, you'll get to see my rosy self, Zeta Rose. I'm dreading it, but I mean, she's going to be gaining some turn meter. Maybe this will help me find a use for her. Sorry, soul. Um, let's see. <laughs> you know, BB-8, he does his expose on Illuminated Destiny. That'll be an interesting that's something else will be interesting to see, um, you know, just see how well the, uh, cooldown interactions work with the entire team, just because it's going to be so much different as far as, you know, less, less attacks, uh, but more turn meter removal. Um, yeah, we'll see. We will certainly see. Definitely, definitely. You have, uh, I think I already asked you if you have any other thoughts. Um, you interrupted them, so I've forgotten them now. Yeah. So, <laughs> indeed. Um, all right. So, what what do we have next? So, someone asked, you know, we should mention, like, factions, secondary factions to the main ones you play most people play in game and what you like to do. And I thought that was an interesting concept, but I wanted to switch it around a little bit and kind of just talk about where we are on our rosters and the things that, since we have most of our main things for our accounts ready to go, what is it exactly that we focus on besides those main things? And so I want to ask you, what was the biggest thing that you if you had like an overall arcing project you finished recently, what was it? Like Jedi's Ewoks. I think you were pretty, you did some stuff with your Ewoks. You're probably done with it now, right? Yeah. I, uh, I never completely finished the Ewoks. Um, I did put some gear 12 plus pieces on them uh, on Sherpa and wicked. I believe, uh, they're kind of the staple of making that team go. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess my fleet, um, I've kind of been working on rebels and 60 mods, um, and then just kind of optimizing, you know, kind of my arena team, uh, Joe Lee, like it's just kind of been small projects playing around with mods to some degree and stuff like that. I really haven't taken on like a big project lately, uh, as far as something that I really want to work on. I've been farming Embo. 
I think he's going to be the next one I work up because he is pre- I mean, he's awesome. He does great damage. He's great in a bounty hunter team. I need another bounty hunter that's awesome. And Imbo's gear is so easy that I think he's going to be the next solution. Uh, I've been working on Kira. I do like Kira. And Isaiah Vandor Chewy. I got some really good mods for him. He's done me pretty well in some territory wars and grand arena. I'm pretty happy with that investment. I think putting a little bit more goggles, 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 Chewy. Yes. Goggles, Chewy. Um, and I've been thinking about putting a little bit more, uh, work into Kira and nest and maybe even, uh, uh, smuggler Han, uh, Smuggler on, yeah, that guy. Oh, uh, veteran smuggler on, or wow. no, not smuggler, young Han. He's a, oh, he's okay. a smuggler. You are blowing yeah. my mind. I'm like, what do you know that I do not? Because that's impress. That's interesting. Not crap, Han. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to work on Rose because I'm gonna say to her, unfreaking fortunately. Um, uh. Arbitrator and Tash mentioned in chat about Django. Django's uh-huh. one I've always wanted to do. I just don't see... I feel like he takes too much gear. I'm not willing to dump a bunch of resources into anything at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tough decision. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what I want to work on next. Uh, that's kind of why I'm hoarding. Why don't you talk us through your thought process for a second? Yeah, I can do that. Um, So as far as hoarding, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what the next meta is. Um, It it could totally be droids. Droids could be a distraction for Darkseid Revan. We don't know yet. Um, So I'm kind of just storing stuff at the moment to kind of see where things lead to. I'm pretty interested in droids. I'll probably work them up to some degree. Uh, But I'm just, I'm not super concerned about them. Um, I I don't really know what I want to work on. I still want to do range trooper. I'm trying to find like one or two characters in factions that I can plug in to take that faction to another level rather than like rebuilding an entire faction just because it's so... You know, it requires too many resources, and I just don't want to spend them. So I'm saving currency, uh, basically from every store, just trying to stock it up so that I can buy gear that I need, farm whoever I need if a character comes into a store or something new pops up. They mentioned these new ways of bringing characters into the game that we might see something else like Hermit Yoda or Wampa. I want to be ready for that. Uh, so that sort of stuff kind of has been priority. Um, and then just kind of doing raids. I've been having a lot of fun with raids lately. So, uh, you know, just God, I wish I had something. I wish I had a better answer for something that I'd like to work on. Um, I I am excited about this fin rework though, because I may dump into resistance a little bit because, I'm probably going to try to come up with something in the raids and maybe do a video on it or something. I haven't done a video in a while. I've got a video I'm planning to do uh, that I basically know what I'm going to do. I just don't 
haven't had time to do it, but like raid videos are quite a bit easier than what I'm wanting to do. So maybe if this Finn thing hits soon, uh, maybe I can get something out regarding that. So I might have been MIA on screen, but I still heard everything said and it brought two thoughts to mind. Okay. I would say for your idea of working on one character that might help transform a faction and you brought up Range Trooper, he is one that will definitely... Yep. Up the up an entire Imperial Trooper faction if you have him no doubt. and you gear him. So that is part of the reason why I chose him as my next hard note farm. At least until we know where Karth and Johanny are going. That's true. Yes. That's why I chose him. That is definitely a good one as far as transformative goes with one character. And then the other thing I thought is how many people have 90,000 guild event currency saved up, or at least could get there pretty quickly if a new character came Good out. Good question. I know I'm ready on both of my accounts if Jesus. that were to drop right now. Seriously? <laughs> oh, yeah. My and God, I buy gear man. in there all the time. Wow. Buy gear all the time. But so then my question was going to be what are the odds that the price of a new character in that in that shop? is higher than the other two characters. I uh, not maybe maybe I, not doubled, but let's say like 20 not 25%, 50% more on top of the price. So I don't see it. I'd be surprised. Really? Cuz I don't see them dropping a character that people could just get to 7 stars. You still have to think about new players also. Um I mean, it still is going to take a while to farm up all those shards. You still have new players who would want to farm all of these characters. Um, and it could, I mean, we could see something in Fleet. We could see something in Guild Store. Um, I think it would be more, I don't know, whenever I think about it that way, I'm like, yeah, I could see maybe them inflating the price on someone to add in. Shard Shop, possibly, uh, because that's much less likely that people would have enough shards for that, but they've done that in the past and kind of moved away from it. Hopefully they don't go back. I may have to, I may just cut that out of the podcast so I don't get any ideas, but (laughs) stop with the ideas. No, it's, it's, I don't know. Just an interesting thought I had when you had mentioned that new character, because I hadn't really thought about the fact that a lot of people would be within striking distance of seven star. Now, another uh, an, an argument against the idea of raising the price is the fact that you still have to wait every refresh. Yes. To buy those shards, so it wouldn't be immediate. You'd still have to wait over time if you had the money. So maybe the amount of time you'd have to wait and wait and refreshes. And some people don't get every refresh a day to buy those things. So it might even take those people longer. Maybe the amount of time it would take with refreshes, even if you had the currency was enough time for them to be happy with it staying the same price. You know what I mean? Yeah. So who knows? So what about you? As far as, so my plan is, well, okay. Oh, I can ask you this. What Jedi Knight, your Jedi Master Quest, you are on what? 304, you said? Yes. How many more get to get this Jedi to gear 12 steps are there in that quest? Uh, Qui-Gon is one. Uh, I do not believe... Okay, that'll be easy. Because um, I got him gear 11, almost gear 12 no, already. I, Actually, I think I might already have him gear 12. I took him to gear 12 yesterday, I believe. He was easy to get to gear 12, I'm pretty sure. Uh... 
Because I got old Ben I'm working on now. I'm curious how many other Gear 12 Jedis there are for this. Um, I am... That might be it. Um, I don't remember if there's one in the final one. I know in the final one you have to get first place in a heroic AAT. Um, I feel like the other ones were kind of like those just large number type deals. Um, there's not one in three out of four. It's defeat 200 Sith with Grandmaster Yoda, uh, win light hard 9D with five Jedi and a hundred stars in TB. Um, Huh. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how much longer I have on that quest before I start going full bore into what I was about to say, because my biggest thing is now that I got Imbo to seven stars, I have Aura at seven stars, and I'm almost to Django at seven stars. My big thing is I want to get as many of my bounty hunters to gear 12 as I can. I really want to build the double bounty hunter team and just overall having the ch- the ability to pick a payout leader I like and having the team geared to put around it to make it work whenever I want to. So my big new thing, and apparently this is a popular opinion because it was the most popular faction from our poll, but my big thing is going after those bounty hunters right now. And I have several at gear 12. I have a lot at gear 11, but I really want to get them all to gear 12 just to have two decent teams and that's what i'm working on because a good idea not a a b c d e they're good in territory wars they're good in galactic galactic they're good in grand arena they're good in dark side territory battles they even have special missions that require them uh there's raids that they're good in heroic sith there's uh or the aura team in phase three can get some good damage um, if you can, if you have a guild where you can get in more than once, <laughs> but yeah, so there's, they just have a lot of utility overall. Like you, they pretty yeah. much check every, every area of the game's box. So I feel like if I put my resources into having two bounty hunter teams, it would really be a good faction to have. And then, yeah, so that's, that's what I'm working on next. Nice. Yeah, that's the plan. Not, Unless I have to, you know, gear six other Jedi I don't know about. Yeah. But hopefully that's not the case. Not a bad idea. Well, you ready? I am always ready. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. Alrighty. All right, I, gotta, I gotta rub my lucky wampa and then we'll be good to go. Never say that again. Gotta rub my lucky wampa. I didn't say hairy wampa. Oh, you're cutting <laughs> out. Thank God. Whew. I'm pretty sure everyone on the live stream and audio podcast heard what I said. Great. I do not take it back. Whatever. You should. <laughs> Never. All right. So, All right. trivia. What is the, what is the, uh, the theme? 
The theme this week is Swaga Riddles 2.0. Oh, uh oh. This now, ain't, this ain't did I go well. did I beat you by did I beat you one zero after all those questions last week or was it like four to zero? I, I, I know I got zero, so it was a shutout. <laughs> I know, I know, I won. That's all I know. But I am a, okay. So Tesh posted one of these in chat in the Discord today. So if it's a question on this, I got it. But that one I would have never got either. I'm looking at it like. Is it is that Jin? No, because Jin doesn't do that last thing. I, I'm nice. afraid of these, to be honest. Yeah, I'm completely scared. We'll see what happens. But All right. yeah, Swaga Riddles 2.0. Cool. What is? Oh, I don't have the sultry females questions in here. I'll have to put those back in the in the uh, soundboard. In the drops. Yeah. Oh. All right. Question one. We got something else going on here. And you might like it. I don't know if you read this, but this was put into trivia for you from Tesh. Ah, shoot. All right. Are you ready? It says, I'm going to read it word for word. You ready? Okay, Wink. I have a deal. I realize every wager I have ever been a part of has offered an olive branch at some point. Oh, when I great. lost a wager about soloing Heroic AT to Soul, he was going to make me Gear 12 Cup, but was kind and allowed me to Gear 12 Old Bin. In the next one that I won, I let people off the hook if they got their Ewoks stronger than mine by the end of the C-3PO event. Here's your out if you choose to take it. So you, do, you don't have to do this. This is just an idea. On the next slide is a spreadsheet of the 75 Zetas you don't have done on your roster, randomly ordered. Think of a number between 1 and 75, and that Zeta can replace Farm Boy lead Zeta, but you must do it immediately. And you still have to do rows. All right, wait. Rephrase that. Say that one more time. The next slide has 75 Zetas, all of which you have not done. You pick a number, and that number is the Zeta you get instead of Farm Boy Luke's lead. So, if... Uh, but you have to do it tonight. Okay. You have to do it tonight. So there is a set list. And... Every Zeta you don't have. All right. So, uh... So, you want me to just pick a number? And then, uh... Zeta Russian Roulette. Exactly, Joker. Yeah. Oh, but are you going to do it? That's the question. We, well, let's see. He, what do you mean, let's see? Well, he, I'm not showing you the answers. Well, it said... I, you have to pick a number or not pick a okay, number? Okay, yeah. I will pick a number, and then I get to choose that one or Zeta Farm Boy Luke. Yeah. All right, I will go with my favorite number. Hold on. Let me let me re make sure you know. If you do this and you don't like the one you get, you have to Zeta... Farm Boy Luke right now. Well, you're planning on doing that anyway, right? Yes. Uh, so never. When, triv- right. when trivia is done, I'm going to screen share with you and I'm going to do my Zetas. Alright. I'm good. We're good. What's your favorite number? 37. Alright, let's see what we got. Number 37. Stormtrooper Hans Unique. Shit. So let's go find out what Stormtrooper Hans 
unique ability. I believe it's recover 5% health when he, or 5% protection when he's attacked. Whenever Han takes damage, he recovers 5% protection. That actually doesn't sound half as bad as Farboy Luke's Leap. But that's just me. Um, you use Stormtrooper Han, don't you? For this, for this olive branch, I would say that I owe Tesh. I owe Tesh something. Because I, I will certainly <laughs> do that. Um, let, let's, uh, let's go ahead and do trivia and, um, and then I will screen share and do my two Zetas. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Let's hope that screen share decides to cooperate. All right. First question. Here we go. We are a faction of buffs. They come early and often, but up against Zerus, our crude weapons soften. Uh, is this a specific character or a faction? It's a, it's apparently, it looks like it's a faction, and I already have my answer. So do I. All right, my answer is the Ewoks. Oh, crap. What was your answer? I put... <laughs> uh, I'm brain dead. My answer is stupid. I'm not even going to say my answer. <laughs> it's probably someone without crude weapons is my guess. Yeah, probably, yeah. The answer is Ewoks. That is correct. One point... For me, I need I need to pull right. these up so I can actually see them because it's very these are <laughs> these are very difficult by just listening and trying to remember. All right, so you got one point. Are you ready? I got zero. All right, I will read it twice, or maybe three times if I need it. All right, <laughs> here we go. A pair to wreak havoc. We cannot be cleansed. Try to heal or buff against both. We defend. We only convene with an unusual pair, and both are inflicted by bolts through the air. A pair to wreak havoc. We cannot be cleansed. Try to heal or buff against both we defend. We only convene with an unusual pair, and both are inflicted by bolts through the air. Ah. God. I, I think I have... Do I get a half a point if I get half the answer? I, I I don't know. We would have to ask Tess. She is in the live chat. My internet is sucking and way behind, so I can't even read the god bloody thing. <laughs> um, uh. Ooh, this is... I don't know the second half of this one. I can't think of what it could possibly be. I got I got two answers. I don't think the second one is right, but I'm going to I'm going to stick to the first one and hope I get half. Let me know when you have selected your choices. Oh. Uh 
This is tough. I can't. I, get, I still don't think my second part of this answer is correct. Um, but I can't think of another one. Uh, it's rough. Um, I'm gonna still stick with my two answers. What do you got? You got answers? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Mother Towson and Spirit. Well, that's interesting. I'm gonna say Shock and Badstilla's opposite of battle meditation whatever that is this supposed to be a specific debuff that we're selecting that's my assumption (laughs) all right let's see what the answers are by saying mother Towson, i'm clearly talking about plague just to be clear i mean oh yeah you totally were after the is this beat a debuff question yes the answers it's funny because the answers are shock and plague Okay. Yeah, I, I've so knowing that it's a debuff, that is, yeah, that that would make sense. <laughs> well, I got half of it, but I don't know if that gets me a half a point. I, get, I only got half of the answer, so I forgot. Plague, is it lightning coming out of Talzin's hands? It is lightning. Yeah. Wow. Like a bolt I didn't even of lightning. Think about that. So that's yeah. It can't. It's crazy, but I thought shock could be cleansed. Huh. Okay. We'll just say we both got it wrong. I I figured we'd both get half a point. That's fine. I'm still ahead of you by one. (laughs) Yeah. Either way. All right. Question number trace. Okay. All right. This one's from Wookie Cookie, our good friend. Better than cup, I give tenacity up along with defense and stun. When my faction should crit, I just I'm just the right fit, and with wink, I'll have lots of fun. I uh, better than cup, I give tenacity up along with defense and stun. When my faction should crit, I'm just the right fit. And with Wink, I'll have lots of fun. Well, that's certainly gonna throw me all off. Alright, I got my answer. (laughs) I don't yet. I... I didn't technically write an answer, but I drew an answer. <laughs> well, that makes me very curious. Um, man, I don't even know. So what do you got? A picture of a rose. Ooh, you've been, you've been studying her kit this week, haven't you? <laughs> I may have looked at it once, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, and Wink will have lots of fun. That last bit makes a lot of sense. (laughs) 
Well then. All right. I Tesh, I forgot to remove Wookiee's credit. That was me. Well, I'm going to give it to Wookiee anyway. Good job, Wookiee. Nice. <laughs> Say to Rose. Say to Rose was the answer. So we are tied at one and a half to one and a half. If we're giving you Plague, but that's neither here nor there. Are we giving you Shock? I got Shock. You didn't say Plague. You said Mother Talzin. <laughs> you picked a character, not a debuff. Well, I said Plague before you gave the answer, so I'm giving myself <laughs> half the point. Yeah, after I gave my answer, so you are like, oh, it's a debuff. Whatever. Whatever, we're tied. All right. Question four. As a pair were complete, we both all, we have all you could need. From the first time you hit one, a taunt you will send. Automatic assists and six different debuffs. Give, a cert, give it a certain lead. That is more than enough. I feel like I should know this. I feel like I do know it, but I just don't understand how they would do... No, it's that can't be the answer. Actually, I do have an answer. <laughs> I got it. I think I know my answer. I do not know mine. I am, I am sitting here thinking. Uh, trying to get my internet to come up so I can read the bloody thing again. Um, re read it. Read it one more time. As a pair were complete, we have all you could need. From the first time you hit one, a taunt you will seed. Automatic assists and six different debuffs. Given a certain lead, that is more than enough. Huh. I mean, I don't know how long we're going to give you for this, but... Um... Uh, yeah. Uh, that's fair. Um... Good grief. Yeah, I don't really have a very good idea at all. Um... I want to blurt out my answer here in a few seconds. I am totally taking a guess because I have no idea what these characters do. I'm just trying to think of just, yeah, I don't think this is right. All right. We'll spit them out because we're out of time for this question. Basilish on Fallen and Juhani. My answer is K2SO and Cassian. Oh yeah, that makes because sense. Under a gen, because under a gen yep. lead... That's a lot of debuffs. My original answer was going to be yep. Chase or Beirut, but they don't throw out enough debuffs. And I'm like, well, who else under a Jin lead would do that? And then I'm like, oh, Cassian, but who would he pair with? Ooh, yeah, I, K2. Yep. I could not think of anyone, really. I haven't picked, I haven't shown the answer yet, so I don't even know no, if I'm right. I think you're right. What I feel like. It is K2SO yep. and Cassian. All right. Yep. 
I was just hoping to get Bastila Sean Fallen because I was thinking she did a lot of debuffs, but I didn't know who'd pair with her. Yeah. So. Mm. Or what lead to put her under? I guess maybe Palpatine. Uh, yeah, probably, I guess. Mm. All right. Isn't there right. one more? Question? I don't know. We will see how many more there are. But we will move on to question five. And we didn't we have like eight last week? I don't know. Trivia question five. The surprise of Grand Arena with frequent attacks. My dots will heal if my lead you should max. Reread it one more time. The surprise of Grand Arena with frequent attacks. My dots will heal if my lead you should max. I don't know. I have a guess. I am. I'm not going to say I am. It's even close to being right or not, but I'm just going to jam to this cantina music. Yeah, the cantina. The cantina music is amazing. Um, my (laughs) God, I don't know. Wait a second. There's some sort of lead. Ah, crap. I'm not going to be able to think of it, but I kind of remember that there is something. I'm going to go with Kira. Yeah, I thought about I, I thought about her, but I, I don't know how that would work. Um I I don't know anything about her. I just know I will she's go a with rise of PvP in general. I will go with Candorous. Candorous? Yes. I'm gonna allow you to change that if you want. Do you wanna change it? No. Okay. Well, Karth is the one with the leader ability, not okay. Candace. I, I, I so. wouldn't have guessed it. I knew it was one of those. Or I was thinking that it was one of those characters. I had no idea who. Is that the answer, Karth? The correct answer, answer is Karth Onassian. Oh, well. <laughs> you were definitely on the right track. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I was on the right track, just on the wrong train. <laughs> All right, let's see if there's a six. All righty. There is a six. Ooh, there is another one. There is a six. I'm still only up by one, correct? Uh, Yes. All right, six. question six. Try to assist, see what should occur. As the Lord of Betrayal, you'll find me quite fatal, and against each other, you'll turn. I have my answer. I don't. <laughs> really? I don't. I'm kind of surprised. No, I have no idea. I mean, Lord of Betrayal should be some kind of hint 
but I don't know. I, I feel like it's one of the triumvirate. So it'd be a one and three guess. I, I, I've got a guess. What's your answer? I'll get, since mine's a guess, I'll answer first. Treya. That is correct. Is it? Yes. All right, what made you know it so fast? All right, it is Dark Treya. Because she's the Lord of Betrayal, and she has the leader ability when you attack out of turn that you damage yourself. That's... There's... there's a, that makes sense. I, yeah. was, I was thinking there was something where you lost health for being out of turn, so yeah. that makes sense. Indeed. Is there a next All question? Alrighty then. There is a next question. Alrighty. Here we go. The keystone to some, the engine to others. Put me against Vader, his dots I will smother. My rage will endure as my cooldowns ensure, though I may give pause for my mother. So, Want me to read it again? Yes. The keystone to some, the engines to others. Put me against Vader, his dots I will smother. My rage will endure as my cooldowns ensure, though I may give pause for my mother. Ooh, I don't know. I kind of... I, I want to say one of the dragons, but... The what? One of the dragons. Said for my mother. The mother of dragons. Bad Game of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> repeat it. You know I don't. Repeat it one more time. The keystone to some, the engine to others. Put me against Vader, his dots I will smother. My rage will endure as my cooldowns ensure. Though I may give pause for my mother. I don't... Oh! I have my answer. Still thinking? I'm still... Well, geez. I'm stuck on... I don't... I'm stuck on Night Sisters. I don't know how long I want to give you for this. Well, I've given you lots of time. <laughs> so, there's that. Just but using your I line. did... I uh, glanced at chat, so I'm not going to answer. I saw the answer, and it makes sense. Uh, so. Did somebody write Kylo? And they did. I saw OG, not crew, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's good at... So th I, I, the uh, mother part had me confused. That's why I was stuck on Night Sisters, and yeah. I'm like, Asajj? Does she have an ability that has rage in the name? Yep. But I don't think she does. So, the answer is Kylo Ren. And that's it. So what, we tied, right? We tied. That hasn't happened in a All long right. time. It hasn't. I feel okay. I didn't lose, so I'm okay with the tie. I'm thrilled.
because I that suck you scored at these. a point this week. Yes. Yeah, throw that <laughs> scored any points at all. Good grief. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, um, for those of you listening on the podcast, this is pretty much going to wrap things up. Uh, those of you in the live stream, hang around as uh, you get to see me spin some Zetas. And, uh, of course, discord.me slash order if you want to come join the chat. Uh, make sure you sub, uh, leave us reviews wherever you'd like. And uh, check out um, Discord, the, uh, the shirts. Let us know what you think, and we'll go from there. Anything else? So as far as the podcast goes, I want to say thanks for listening, and uh, we will catch all of you later. Later. You've just finished with the Shattered Order podcast. Join us next week for another round. <laughs>